Welcome to the Ransom Heart Podcast. Hello there, listeners. This is Stacy Eldridge, and it's my pleasure to be in the studio today. I'm here with two of my favorite people, part of the Ransom Heart staff, Alex Burton, who's the director of our events, and Stacy Burton, who's the manager of resources. And yes, they share a same last name. They yeah. are actually, yeah, they're related. <laughs> But um, Stacy is married to Alex's brother. Correct. So now we're going to sing It's a Small World After All. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for being here. I'm excited about this time. Yeah. The title for this podcast is Choose Your Heart. Sorry, it's not choose your easy or <laughs> yay, skipping along the path of the yellow brick road. This is reality, and that's where you live, and that's where we live too. So to start this time, this conversation that I want to have together, I want to read a short blog that I wrote about a month ago on choosing your heart, which was the catalyst for having this conversation. And you both are people that choose to walk with God in every area that I can think of, hmm. where that is not easy. Right. And so here, let me just read this. This blog is a bit of a confession. Here goes. I thought that following God and being a Christian would lead to a life that was kind of easy, filled only with joy, free from pain and sorrow. Silly me. I'm not even sure where I got that idea, except for teachings often spouted by popular TV evangelists espousing a prosperity, name it and claim it doctrine. It tickles the ears, doesn't it? It's so appealing, this thought that if you are a true believer, you are spared suffering. It is also completely contrary to what the scriptures teach. Hebrews 2 verse 10 talks about Jesus being perfected through his suffering and if he was, then who are we to think that we won't be perfected through the same means? Now, don't get me wrong. Jesus came that we might have life and life to the full. It's the joy of the Lord that is our strength. It's just that the joy and the life come to us in the midst of the easy and the hard, the triumphs and the travails. Christ sustains us and strengthens us, but this is not Eden we find ourselves living in these days. We're not in heaven, not yet. Life is hard. Life is good. And life is hard. As maturing believers, we have many opportunities to choose our heart. And here's some things I've learned. It's hard to stand up against the group when they're going the wrong direction spiritually or any other way. It's hard on our conscience afterwards if we don't. That Jiminy Cricket won't be quiet. It's hard to be kind to the curmudgeonly neighbor. It's hard as well to be convicted of being unloving later. It's hard to not spend the money on the item we so desire. It's hard to save money. It's hard to be in debt. It's hard to have a loving but tough confrontational conversation with a friend. It's hard to not have that conversation and then have offense and distance creep into that friendship. Hmm. It's hard to fight for a marriage. It's hard to lose a marriage. It's hard to break an addiction. It's hard to be captive to one. Choose your hard. 
It's hard to set aside time every single day and press into the heart of God. Sometimes it's hard to pray. It's hard to find the time. It's hard to live your day with strength, hope, and integrity if you don't. It's hard to pursue living water. It's hard to live in a dry and thirsty land without it. Choose your heart. And this one, this is particularly current for me. It's hard to eat healthy. It's hard to plan meals that are good for you. It's hard to say no to temptation and pass the plate of brownies to others without taking one. It's hard to set the alarm and get out of bed when you're tired and get up to exercise on a regular basis. It's hard. It's hard to be out of breath after climbing a set of stairs. It's hard to not be able to fit into a chair with arms. It's hard to squeeze into an airplane seat. It's hard to not find any cute clothes in your size. It's hard to not like looking at pictures of yourselves. It's hard to live with shame and embarrassment. Choose your heart. It's hard to fight for and guard your heart. It's hard to lose it. We get to choose our heart. Well, think about your life. It's not all hard. There's so much good and there are countless things to be grateful for. In fact, one of my habits is to utter the words thank you as soon as I wake up. My life is hidden in Christ, and my life is blessed because of him. It's so good to cultivate a grateful heart. I have no idea what's coming my way on any given day, and neither do you. But why not expect good things? In fact, I can tell you this with utter certainty. Good things are always coming your way. A great good is coming. A greater good than you can even imagine. See, I can guess that there are going to be hard things in the day, in every day. But the heart I am choosing is to follow Christ wherever he leads, and that heart leads to life and joy, always, even in the midst of suffering. Okay, all that is by way of introduction, albeit a long one. And I'm hoping that that stirred some of your thoughts and memories, so I would just love to hear from each of you, maybe just to begin but certainly not just one. What is an area that you are currently aware that you are choosing your heart in? Stacy, I read that blog when you first wrote it. Uh-huh. And uh, it's such a beautiful, honest blog. Thank you. And beautiful, honest word for people that people need to hear. Mm-hmm. And it put a lot of things into perspective for me. Because it seems like a lot of us, and me especially, I'm so committed to making life easier. Mm-hmm. And I want life to be easier. And I find myself in so many circumstances trying to arrange for easy life. Yes. And that's not the case all the time. Right. Life can be very difficult, and those choices are hard. And so it was actually really helpful to me. And um, one just really current area for me has been in my marriage Mm -hmm. lately. And, you know, my personality and the way I interact in my marriage is to be a pretty quiet person Mm -hmm. and to seek after harmony in almost all things. Right. And so I do that in my work. I do that in my friendships, but I especially do that in my marriage. And 
things can't always be harmonious the way that I would like them to be. And, um, they can't. <laughs> and there are, there are times where you do need to confront difficult things. And so the latest example, Mel and I actually uh, just this last week, we had a big summer and there was lots of great things that happened this summer. I did a phenomenal bike ride that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. and But we had a lot going on. We moved and so we're in a new house and our son is just starting junior high wow. for the first time. And, and so there's a lot of family stressors. And in the midst of those things and then in the midst of a lot of busyness, Mel and I were just kind of disconnected. Mm-hmm. And so there's some tension in our relationship. And I was withdrawn and I wasn't offering her very much lately, nor the kids. Mm-hmm. And I could feel the tension in our relationship and and not even really aware what it was before this happened. But we were at the pool and she brought it up. Mm-hmm. She was the courageous one. And she said, you know, you've you've really been the last couple of weeks and what's going on. And there was actually some things in our relationship that were driving a little bit of that. Um, some things in her life, the way she was interacting with me that was driving me to withdraw. Mm-hmm. Some And it was one of those moments where the idea of choose your heart came up because in that moment, I could choose to play it off mm-hmm. and not go into the real issue and play it safe and not get into an argument, mm-hmm. <laughs> open the possibility for an argument. Right. And I was really tempted to do that. But I, I chose my heart in that moment. And the heart was to go, well, honestly... There are some things you've been doing lately that have been causing me to withdraw. And so I offered that to her, and it didn't go well at first. Mm-hmm. And we kind of ended up in an argument, mm-hmm. um, to be honest. But we ended up talking it through, and it was a difficult deal because there were a lot of things I needed to hear from her that were painful for uh-huh. me to hear mm-hmm. about my style of relating and my effect on her. But you know, our marriage moved forward out of that. And, you know, the rest of this week, we've been doing so much better because we chose to enter into some difficult conversations. Wow. That is the perfect example and vulnerable. Thank you for that. So Alex, in that moment, when you're at the pool and she just turns to you, like, did you feel it in your body? Like, did you feel, or did you just? Oh yeah, Absolutely. For me in particular, like anxiety has been one of the things I've struggled with mm-hmm. in my life. And and so any kind of conflict, just mm-hmm. it not only emotionally impacts me, it physically impacts me mm-hmm. to the point of, you know, having trouble breathing. And so I'll feel things very deeply right. in my body. And yeah, I'm tensed up, you know, and that's the moment. you got to choose which direction are you going to head. Head for comfort in the moment, which would have been lay it aside or or say something and, and dive in and see where it goes. So And are you glad that you did? So glad. So <laughs> glad. Yeah. I mean what we were experiencing before we had that conversation mm-hmm. was way harder. <laughs> right. Than a momentary argument and difficulty of owning your stuff. 
you know, it was not a fun couple of weeks leading up to that. Right. Because our hearts weren't connected. Oh, and, I mean, I just understand. Yes. And then the fruit of it, the right, fruit of it. Right. Changes everything. It does. Yay. And I'm sure that nobody listening can relate yeah. to that story no, not at, at all. all. Not at all. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> what about you, Stacy? What came to your minds? So much. Mm-hmm. Which one? So I'll go with the most current. In short, is trusting God. It's just something that, to start, I really feel like I've been put into this new season of life. Mm-hmm. And it it really feels like it's taken me by surprise because I don't feel like there's major changes. But I just feel like the way I'm walking in life feels very different. I'm able to rest a little easier. And that feels very strange to me to be able to let the dirty floor go. Uh huh. But I do really struggle with trying to control the world around me. And because I'm in this new season of my life, I feel very out of control of my life. Mm. And that translates to chaos in my head, chaos in my world, and really working hard because I feel so out of control of my life to control Eric, my husband, to control Riley, my daughter, and Jake, my son. And I feel very frustrated when they don't want to conform to what I want them to be. (laughs) Even though though you're just so smart. God made them beautifully. (laughs) Um, You know better. Yeah. Well, yeah, we joke (laughs) at home, like, if everyone could just be like me, that would not be good. (laughs) The kids are aware. So anyway... Kind of the opposite of choosing hard. It was Saturday night, and I've been so frustrated with Eric and the kids. And it's sad because they're so, I think they're good. God has blessed me with them. But I find myself so mad internally often that I don't know what to do, and I get so mad at them, and I can be so unkind to them. And Saturday night, I was just really unkind to Eric. Mm. And it's hard because he's so patient with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the next day I just went for a hike into the hills with God and determined to have the question, the control of, okay, God, why do I keep being so mean? Why am I always so frustrated for them just being themselves? And really, in the control, I was trying to look for the checklist of, God, what can I do to be better? And... I wasn't hearing anything. And it's where I go to be with God. I often hear from him clearly. But I think just trying to seek the answer, not really trusting him to follow through, I'm looking for that checklist. So a few miles into the hike, I breathe. I praise him for the beauty around me. And then I hear it. Stacy, love yourself. And it's just kind of like, what? That's not a checklist to help my relating to them. So I sat with it and love yourself. See what happens then in your relationship with them. And it started becoming more clear of by loving myself, I trust God to be bigger. By loving myself, I don't need to carry the weight of my life, let alone Eric's or Jake's or Riley's. By loving myself, I will find an internal kindness. Mm as I allow him to enter in and trust him with what he has laid before me. So it all comes down to trusting him 
that seems to be the consistent pattern. And that is choosing the hard of turning to him and releasing and trusting who he created me to be and allowing myself to love my flabby arms and jiggly stomach and loving Eric for who he is, Mm -hmm. even when I don't like his choices, and loving my kids for who they are and trusting God for their lives. Like, he is so in their lives, and I want to trust God and release that. Trusting him is what came up. That is so perfect. That is beautiful, Stacy. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. We have said before that the way you treat your heart yes. is the way you yeah. will treat other people's. I always yeah. try to fake that. <laughs> it always backfires. <laughs> it does backfire. It totally does. And what God said to you, sometimes we just want a checklist, right? Just yeah. tell me what to do and I'll do it. And he's just quiet because that's the wrong question. He's waiting. Yeah. Love yourself. That. I know. That's a wee bit harder. Yeah. Choosing that hard. But trusting God, that's faith. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Okay, you know what? I think that's enough for today. We're going to turn this into a two-part session because this is just gold. This is really good, and there's some other areas that I want to go. So join us next time. This is Stacy Eldridge with Stacy Burton and Alex Burton. So thanks for joining us in the Ransom Heart Podcast. See you next time.